I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by beauty addicts for beauty addicts. We are your hosts, professional makeup artists. <laughs> I forgot your name. I forgot your name. Professional makeup artist, Harry Adfield. Well, I'm insulted right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't be I've so only known me two years oh god Jeez. it's not that long I'm old and I am the unprofessional as you yes. can tell beauty junkie <laughs> Lindsay Kelk hello everybody hello where are we Harriet Hadfield we're in London London and where are we in London London quieting down I need to make a sound that's um, MIA for anyone who is wondering. Oh, you're so cool. You're so really hip. not. I don't so know why I did that. So down with the kids. We've had the best day, really, haven't we? We really have. We met the podcast fam. Yeah, we met the podcast fam this morning. Uh, for anyone who was there, thank you so much for coming along. For anyone we who did couldn't a make it, squeal after you all left, being like, "Oh, very excited." And then I ate some more cake. Yeah, I did eat more cake. Yeah. We left some for the Bobby Brown Pro Studio. Here we have to give yeah. a massive shout out to for, for basically letting, us. yeah and letting us crash. That was really lovely of them. And they made us cakes. They made us a cake. So yeah, we were in the Bobby Brown Pro Studio on Poland Street in London. Yes, which is beautiful if you're looking for a lovely makeup experience. And they let us use their room. And we were like, oh, it's so nice of them to let us just use their room. And then we got there and there was fizz and there was cake. Yeah, and which it was, was unexpected. Like, they made lovely. us a cake that said full coverage on it. And so cool. We got dead emotion. Uh, so thank you, Bobby Brown, for having us. And so yes, thanks again to everyone that came. It was just so much fun. It was awesome. I mean, we were actually... It, we were quite surprised anyone turned up at all. We were very, very <laughs> we overwhelmed. It might just be us. And it was just lovely. It was like having, as we always say with the, with the podcast, a lovely big chat with your girlfriends. It yeah. really was just that. It was, it was exactly a big what it was. beauty chat. And those ladies are going to be sharing their highlights of the week with us, Lindsay. Yes, they are. So stay tuned till the end of the episode because, yeah, all of our new best full coverage <laughs> yeah. friends shared their highlights of the week, which will be amazing. Yeah. We've also got, we've got this far, without even mentioning, we've got a bloody exciting interview this week. Really very requested interview highly requested yeah. i think the most requested um, Possibly, from yeah. the realms of influencer journo people yeah. uh but yeah i sat down with the very lovely sally hughes amazing but yeah i sat down with sally um before all difficult eyes got to london unfortunately i was on a plane coming to london at the time so we just couldn't all make all three of us there at one time can't skype someone in from a plane no if you can i don't think you can not in this lifetime. Seems like a mistake. Seems like a mistake. Anyway, so I sat down with Sally to talk to her about um, her new initiative, the Beauty Banks, uh, which Such she's doing with amazing movement. Jo Jones from the Communication Store, which you will hear all about if you haven't uh, heard about it already. She's going to explain it all to you in the interview, and she does a much better job than I'm going to do. <laughs> so I'm going to let her do that. But um, we also had a chat about everything. Sally puts it all on the table, uh, her career in beauty, how she got started, all her favorite products. In fact, we talked for so long, we're going to separate the interview into two parts. Two-parter. Two-parter. So Very today exciting. you'll get the first half of the interview and the second part will be in a couple of episodes time. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, as we've just mentioned our Facebook group, I just want to give everyone a moment to go to their computer and join, join. our Facebook join group. Join the fun. Because this is great. We love our chat. We do. But you're not part of this chat. You can't be 
just by the laws of physics and once you see our facebook group and you see how lovely everyone is they're so warm like they're all giving each other loads of amazing beauty advice there's beauty chat we've got people in other countries sending each other beauty items i mean the love is real it's a magical time and that's how to get involved yes. in this conversation yeah it's practically like you're in the room with us so pop along to facebook forward slash full coverage podcast and at the top of that page is a pinned post which will direct you to the full coverage podcast beauty banter group uh, it will ask you to um apply and then we'll have to approve you but we'd like approve everybody yeah because we're dead nice like that yeah that's we're a inclusive. safe bet we're a, we're a yeah. safe bet we're, so, we're a cheap date <laughs> and a safe bet so please do that and of course you can always contact us on twitter and instagram at full coverage pod and you can email us hello at full coverage podcast.com do it on to new news do, 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 do. i've just invented a new jingle <laughs> that's not new that's like no, a famous that's not song. new i just feel like you should be like banging papers on a table when you do that we said that for today we've not got loads of new news because we've got a very long interview and yeah. also again it's that time where there's sort of a few well, things we're around in between collections i feel yes. like it's quite strange everyone seems to be launching a foundation and a concealer and i feel like all i do is come here and yeah. tell you about foundations i've tried well i'm currently testing the longwear foundation loads so, so in a couple of weeks you'll have a lot to tell us that's it i feel like I'm in, I'm in a very important testing stage right now very important very important just right in the middle <laughs> uh so yeah i know i wanted i was like oh i want to talk about the two-faced festival collection and then online already everybody's all like oh the two-faced natural collection i'm like can we have a minute can yeah we have a breather? slow it down yeah so we're actually just going to talk about a couple of recent launches that we're excited about and that will probably sell so we just think that you we should point you in that direction yeah. sooner rather than later uh first one up is something actually we've been asked about a lot and it is the charlotte tilbury hollywood flawless filter yes people want to know what it is exactly i first saw it online and i was like what is it a foundation i'm kind of confused is it a primer yeah it looks yeah. like a foundation i don't get it and then i was like well it's only seven shades that seems weird so it can't just be a it can't be a foundation because charlotte wouldn't release that no. especially not right now so i spoke to the peeps at the old tilbury not mm. tilbury herself but at the peeps and what it is, is a complexion booster. Yes, which we should explain further what that means. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Are you looking at me like... I mean, the way I see it, it's an enhancement. So it's kind of giving the skin, I think in this case, more of a glow. It's giving more luminosity. For me, when you swatch it, it feels like the texture of a foundation, but with the finish of a highlighter. That's how I would describe it. It's liquid. Um, it's lightweight, but with kind of like a smoothing property. Yeah, I feel like there's blurring yes. from within all those they're words. saying you can use it i think really it's up to you how you yes. want to wear yeah. it is the is the main key so for me we've kind of played with the under foundation looks really beautiful we've played with it on top i definitely feel it's one of those products that you can build the intensity so you yeah. can definitely add a little bit under your base if you want a little bit of glow but then you can also you know kind of take it down the bridge of the nose on top of the cheekbones cheek and really build the glow should you want it so yeah. and i think really it is that kind of principle of what highlighting um luminosity products do but you've just got a few more options of skin shades which i think is great yeah it's really nice i think it's a really fun play with product um and people shouldn't be cautious of it because they don't really understand no. what it is and yeah you know it's not a must-have it's a very very nice to have you know yes. your, your your entire makeup regime is not going to be missing without it, it isn't no. a foundation it's not a base of um no your entire makeup collection but it is a very very nice and versatile especially if option. you like a dewy look or yeah. you like something that's very radiant looking i think it will appeal to 
um people who that who yeah. like that skin finish yeah, within their bases. Sally did mention to me she'd been wearing it and just name dropping. Sally mentioned to me <laughs> that she was wearing it as an all over face base yeah. um with uh, just her concealer yeah. and mascara and she's been wearing a a, a, a a bright red lip a lot lately so the braces got the better of me. Uh <laughs> and she said she really liked the idea of the very fresh dewy face with yes. the matte velvet red lip and I was like oh, yeah. yeah she actually looks great so I will uh, agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, so check nice. it out. Let us know if you guys have tried that as well. Yes, it's available obviously everywhere you can get Charlotte Tilbury, including the website. And it is £30. Next up, it's a Mac. It's a Mac launch. It's a Mac launch. I just feel like I haven't been that excited about anything from Mac in a long time. Uh, but I'm pretty excited about these. Would you believe quite, it? Yes, I was quite excited about Jeremy Scott. I was excited about Jeremy Scott and I'm obsessed with the packaging. Yes, it's, it's very retro. I wasn't massively overawed or overwhelmed with the product itself. Right. But the packaging is stunning. Yes. And it's very comfortable and collectible. And will sell out, I imagine. Oh, I'm sure it already has, yeah. But uh, this one, this has got my name written all over. Not literally. <laughs> not it literally. might as well have it's been It's not called the Kelk Collection, <laughs> but it is called the Hyper Real uh, <laughs> Highlighters. So like the Hyper Kelk Collection Highlighters, yeah. if you will. I'm not saying I'm going to go into stores and like sharpie my name on them all, but maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe I should. It could happen. It's two uh, highlighter palettes. There is a warm tone, a warmer tone and a cooler toned uh, collection of three highlighters in each palette. They're so pretty. See, I haven't seen these yet, so I'm very excited to get my mitts then on these. I have literally got them in the next room, oh. but I am the unprofessional beauty junkie. I'm not getting up to get them. You, you can don't want to share them, after. do you? You're no, just I'm, like, they're mine. I'm not sure. <laughs> no one is getting these. I love them so much. They are like full sexy robot um are they glittery or would you no, call them more well, like a shimmer i mean they're buildable they're very yes. very buildable and there's different options because there's three in each palette yeah so there's a lot to play with there's a lot of options i don't think they're super super um unaffordable i feel like max been actually that is where they've been killing it lately yeah. on the prices they've been doing very well price wise they're very much that middle ground mac i think you know you yeah. can get professional products um but without paying kind of like the super super luxury high-end yeah, prices highlighter prices just seem to be going crazy to me like yeah. every time i look at it something's like more and more and more expensive yeah i was really excited by the anastasia amrezi i'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly the limited edition highlighter that came out and i can't remember how much it was but i know that's just one highlighter and for me this is a better place to spend your money because you get three in the palette yeah and i'm probably still going up buying the anastasia <laughs> let's, let's be honest with we ourselves. all know it but i have like resisted so far because i like these so much so definitely do check those out if you're yep. at mac or you're near a mac counter and we're all near a mac counter because there's so many mac counters that's yep. the glory yes. of a mac counter easier to get hold of yeah so check out the hyper real palettes uh while they're around definitely recommend more new news that we haven't had a chance to play with but i've got an order because we've met <laughs> me Pat McGrath, more palettes. More Pat McGrath. You remember when I said I wouldn't buy any more Pat McGrath palettes because it was stupid Literally and they an were episode overpriced. Ago. Literally an episode ago. <laughs> <laughs> They're just too heavy and overpriced. But these ones, look, the packaging looks different and there's only six. So it's a more edited collection. And they're not $120 each. It was $55 okay. per palette. Fair enough. Um, and I bought two of the three. I didn't buy all three. <laughs> she does. It's not even like, so I just bad. brought one. I, well, brought, I only brought two. I did buy one and then I got drunk. And I bought a second one. Oh dear. And that's not something I'm recommending or that I'm telling you is a good idea. It's a Do terrible idea. Do not make idea. up shop under the influence. Never. Don't, no. Just don't sign up to brands email alerts because one of them will come in when you're in an Uber <laughs> on your way back from drinking with Emma Guns and you'll be like, I know what's yeah. an amazing idea. I boredom buy. That's what I'm realizing at the minute. My yeah. thing is boredom buying. If I do some, that. If there's something where I'm like, oh, a minute, I'm really bored right now. I just think, oh, 
online shopping because Bcom's my happy place so when I'm bored or stressed I'll I'll go on Sephora or Ulta on my phone and I'll be like oh what's new and then the next thing I know I'm like oh bollocks it's happened yeah it's happened and this well this was one was fascination I was just curious to see (laughs) the new palettes and what I want to know if they're the same quality as the others and I just want to see what the packaging is and I want to own them um and then the second one was drunk buying but I got the bronze and the platinum um Surprised you didn't get the pink. I thought you might um, cave and get the Levion Rose, the pink one, because I know you like the look of that. Because there's three. There's a bronze, there's a platinum, and there's a bright. I will check them out properly, because I think I went in Sephora recently, and I don't think they had them in yet when no, I was No, they in. were online, which, again, I was quite mad about, because I bought them from Pat McGrath, and I was like, oh, I could have gone from Sephora and got my points. Oh. But I'm impatient and an idiot, so I didn't. <laughs> uh, and also, there's an eyeliner, which I'm very curious about, because yeah. I didn't order that, because I love her coal pencils or her eyeliner pencils. Yeah. But they're like $25 for an eyeliner pencil. And you've got to be... I do like them. I do love them. But I don't think I could hand on heart say I'm going to spend $25 to replace them again. And the liquid liner, I felt kind of the same. And I just bought, on your recommendation, the NYX liquid liner. And did I come through for you? You did. Good work. And it was about $6 or something ridiculous. I think seven or eight. There we go. Yeah, see, I've got... (laughs) Hi, my name's Lindsay, and I don't know the value of a dollar. The NYX one was bloody good, I've got to say. And it was the only one out of all the ones I tried that had a nib, the nearest to my Tom Ford one. Yeah, I really like it. And really performed. So I spent all my money on Pat McGrath palettes, but I saved money on a NYX eyeliner. Winning. I feel quite proud of myself. It's time for the interview. I think you guys are going to love this. We, well, I, like I said, I was on a plane. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you were there in spirit. I was You're there in spirit. Me and in spirit. I, I love the way Sally writes about beauty. I love her passion for beauty. And I love her in the bathroom series with, yeah. which if you haven't watched on YouTube, definitely go check that out. It's awesome. She kind of interviews amazing industry insiders, really well-known makeup artists that you guys, you'll see her channel and you'll just recognize everyone on there. So yeah. great. She's fantastic. Um, so to have her on the show was a real privilege. That was awesome. Yeah, really hope you guys enjoy this. This is Sally Hughes, part one. Sally Hughes. Hello. That's who you are. That is who I am. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We are sat here in glorious, beautiful, sunny London. Yeah, no, it's not glorious. It's really horrible. It's been grey for two and a half months now. There it's is really that. starting to bum me out quite badly. I was just trying to lift the mood, but it's, yeah. I haven't seen the sun since I got here and I've been here 10 days. Like physically haven't laid eyes on it in no, any way, shape or done. form. No, you won't have done. It's been really, really, really grim. I am somebody um, who the British climate quite agrees with. Um, I, I love the British climate, but this is beyond the pale. Like, I do like actual weather. <laughs> I like to feel actual weather. I mean, if nothing else, it's consistent. It's consistently sort of nothing. It's like the weather equivalent of dishwater or something. It's just horrible, really grey and wet. Well, you're doing a really good job right in the room with the lipstick. Just want to ask you about that very quickly before I forget. So I'm wearing um, a bright red, almost a neon red, matte lip from Laura Mercier which I'll no doubt come back to because it's my best thing at the moment but I'm wearing it because I've been up all night watching the Oscars <laughs> and um, so glamorous I've been up all night watching the Oscars and I looked so bad after my one hour sleep so we went to bed at just gone five and we were up again at seven to get the kids off to school oh God. and so I did the red lipstick trick it's working it, it, Good just work. put the red lip on and you'll feel like can yeah. you hear that siren? You'll They've be come so, to get yeah, you. exactly. It's like you'll feel so good <laughs> that the sirens have actually come to get us. We've done really well. Yeah. I was like, we'll just sit in a little quiet room and it'll yeah, be absolutely it'll be fine. So quiet. Um, but London's against us. So I did the red lipstick trick because I do think that when you look otherwise bad, yes. put a really bright red lip on, and even if you can't be bothered to do much else, you will 
feel perkier, more dressed up, more presentable. And there's a red for everyone. There's definitely a red for everyone. We've talked about this a lot lately on the podcast, I think, that um, I've definitely always been a bit red lip averse. Well, only because I'm scared of it. Legit scared of it. And I don't know why. I think it goes back to my nan telling me that whores wear red shoes. But, but that's every reason for me yeah, to wear. Well, and, this is it. and yet I embraced red shoes perversely yeah. immediately as soon as she said that. But it yeah. put me right off red lips. Um, I think because I've got quite small lips and it always made me think, oh, I can't wear them. But then I found one that I like and now you can't get it what off What is chops. it, please? There's quite a few now. The one I've been wearing most recently, um, I love a bit of Fenty Stunner. Yes. Pain in the arse to get on. Yeah. But I love it once it's on. I actually like one of the... Is it one of the these. super matte ones? Um, it's not because I can't do a matte. Right. I get very, very, very dehydrated lips. Okay. Also, the braces, which make it impossible for me to speak, make me anxious about the red lips too. Because uh-huh. you don't want to get red lips on your braces. That yeah. looks like you've actually just murdered someone and eaten mm-hmm. them. Um, and the big one that I love right now is the um, YSL Tatouage. Oh, they're so great. It's an orange red. And they're I really cannot great. Get enough of I it. know exactly the colour you yeah. mean. It's fab. Feels like nothing. I love the applicator for yeah. that. They're so beautiful. Super good. So yeah. beautiful probably ought to talk about the thing that I asked you to come and talk about before yes sorry off. No, see how easily me. done it is you that's fall down me. the red lipstick hole yeah it's like, there's a out. siren outside let's talk about red lipsticks <laughs> for three yeah. hours yeah um, so the I mean I want to talk about a lot of things and our listeners as I just mentioned you are probably our most requested guest congratulations so lovely they're a lovely bunch yeah bless them they're I'm a really lovely chuffed. bunch Thanks. there should be a badge we should have got you a badge yeah I'll make you a trophy and we'll no, send I'm it no I'm really chuffed about that <laughs> no they love you and I and we do have we have a Facebook group for the podcast which you know, I'll leave the details after this so everyone can come and join and uh, they're a lovely bunch who share a lot of their own recommendations but um, your recommendations come up all the time oh, that's and so I nice. did ask one day who is it that you read that you buy what they t- say mm-hmm. and you were mentioned again and again the superdrug pure hydration oh uh, i mean that is a brilliant product though for two pound 39 or whatever it is and it's always on offer it's so cheap i mean i'm not saying i use it every day i'm not saying it's the best serum in the world but for the money yeah i think it's incredible it's amazing and again off topic i've done it again uh but as i say you're really popular the kids like you so (laughs) (laughs) my kids don't tell them i didn't want to say First thing I want to talk to you about before we get back on a product tangent, mm. tangent beauty banks. Right, yes. So, um, yeah, you've caught me slightly on the hop about this because we did not expect it to explode in the way it did. So I should probably go back to the beginning. So my friend Joe Jones, who is the uh, director of beauty at the communication store, which is kind of like, you know, one of the biggest yes. PR and agencies. Stella Human. Yeah, biggest PR agencies in London. And uh, she's in charge of beauty and she's just thoroughly excellent. She's a good friend of mine. And we kept having appointments to talk about what was coming up at TCS. And inevitably, the conversation kept going back to poverty because I do um, quite a lot of stuff around homelessness. Um, I have been homeless myself. Um, I've done lots of work with Centrepoint. And I, I was just about to make a documentary with the BBC about homelessness. So it's very much on my mind. Mm-hmm. Joe and I both knew uh, school teachers who were saying that uh, girls were not coming to school during their periods because they couldn't afford sanitary protection. Their parents couldn't afford it. That's insane. Um, And we kept hearing this. And then, so we kept saying, what can we do? We've got product, can I say, we've just got product coming out of our 
Oh, sis. Please do, because we said the same thing when we first mentioned Beauty Banks. So like, please do. we have so much product, and more to the point, we are surrounded by brands who have more product than you can possibly imagine. Yeah. And there are people who desperately need products, who are having to choose between keeping clean and eating. And we just thought, we need to bring those two things together. How can we do that? So we kept talking about it, kept talking about it. And then in January, I went to Cardiff to make this thing for the BBC. And I was in and out of homeless shelters for three days. And I was absolutely stunned by what I saw. And I was in a homeless shelter one day and I saw three little crates under the desk in this homeless shelter. And it had like little travel minis. It had tampons, it had sanitary towels, it had razors. And whenever a client of the homeless shelter needed one of those things they would have to go and ask and a very lovely support worker who frankly had probably brought the stuff in from home themselves had to hand it to that person and I just thought well how bloody demeaning and embarrassing Mm -hmm. and I mean embarrassing for the country not for the individual yeah I mean it's inhuman that you should have to ask for this basic right I have never, like, I've been super, super, super skint in my life. However, I've never gone without a tampon when I've needed one. And just that melts my brain. And the idea that, you know, I met loads of people when I was in Cardiff who have job interviews, who have housing interviews, who have social services interviews, and they need a shave, they need a wash, they need a shower. Yeah. And we read this report. There's a huge charity called In Kind who um, do incredible work in this area. And they commissioned a report last year, and we read about it in all the broadsheets at the time that was saying that, you know, lots of case studies of people who were getting up at five in the morning, going to a homeless shelter, having a shower, then going to do an eight-hour shift, stacking shelves somewhere, then going back to the homeless shelter, washing their clothes, going home to bed and doing the whole thing the next morning. And, do you know, we just both thought, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Like, I mean, this <laughs> no, is not exactly all right. right. Yeah. This is not all right. And um, I don't consider adequate sanitary protection to be a luxury. I consider it to no. be a right. And I think keeping clean in 2018 is a basic human right, particularly in a thriving, wealthy country such as ours. And so we thought we have to do something about it. And we thought, what about if, as a collective, why don't we try and encourage our industry? to start pledging product and resources and we will get it to the people who need it. Yeah. And so we called it Beauty Banks and it's been incredible. We launched it two weeks ago. Uh, we weren't quite expecting it to kick off in the way it did. <laughs> we thought, oh, we'll get a few parcels in, we'll pop them in the car, we'll take them to food banks. No, it's sort of turned into this massive thing. We're getting about 300 boxes a day, which is a wonderful problem to have. Um, we really need storage and we really need logistics. So if anybody is listening who can help us, please step in. But so far, we've sent tons of product to Cardiff, Milton Keynes, Nottingham, Liverpool, tons in and around London, including near Grenfell, um, we, Brighton. We've done comprehensive schools in South Wales. We've done homeless shelters in Brighton and in Cardiff. We've done food banks all over the shop. And they are so grateful. These resources are so needed. So people can come and they can get shower gel. They can get knit combs, shampoo, hairbrushes, tampons, sanitary towels, and so on and so on. And it really, really makes a difference. A vicar got in touch with us. We delivered a load of stuff to his food bank in his church. And he said, you know, there are just loads of girls coming and getting sanitary protection that they wouldn't ordinarily have. And 
I mean, that makes me really happy and proud, but it also makes me bloody furious. Yeah. I mean, what the so hell? So it made me, when I first read about it, all I could think was, oh, this is such a good idea. It's so amazing that you're, you and Joe are doing something so powerful with the influence that you have. And then it just made me really sad. Yeah, It was the same sort mental. of feeling I had at the, the Women's March in, um, in January in the States. I was so impressed by this you know, demonstration of power by women coming together to do something. Like, this shouldn't be happening. It made but me you know so what? sad. I, I think that's kind of why we did it, because I can't... In terms of Trump, in terms of Me Too, in terms of austerity, Brexit, poverty, all the things that drive me absolutely nuts on a daily basis, I can't just be angry anymore because yep. I'm slightly going mad. Yes. And Joe feels the same way. We're just like, we can't just be angry anymore. You actually have to be part of the solution. You yep. have to and be. And what can you do? What can yeah. an individual do? Exactly. What can I do? I've got tons of product. What can I do? So people are saying to me all the time, going, well, Lindsay, it's okay that you're angry. You, know, you might well be angry. Everyone's angry. But what can I, an individual, do? Yeah. And you are a great example of someone who did something. So, you know, and, and it was the same, a similar thing. As soon as I read the story, I, I was thinking about it. And it was a story, I must have filed it away in my brain for 20 plus years, 25 years at this point. And I remember a kid from my school, which she was a year above me, I think, but you know how school gossip is, especially when you come from a small yeah. mining village, everyone knows everything. Yeah. And she got busted shoplifting tampons from oh, the chemist. so bleak. At the corner, and it was like, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? She's total tea loose, just nicking, yeah, nicking tampons. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't even occur no. to us. There'd be a whole story that behind that. And now that knowing back really and remembering her situation and her family and where she lived in the village, or something, she was stealing them because she needed them. Yeah. And no one did anything about it. Yeah. We had an assembly... Yeah. about the perils of shoplifting yeah there's so much there's so much anger in the world and I think unless you're doing something I've I've got no time for you and I don't mean starting some big charity I don't mean that but I mean since we started Beauty Banks the number of really really cross men who've got in touch with me on Twitter <laughs> saying you know essentially saying poverty doesn't exist yeah. just get a job yeah. And it's like, unless you are out there and paying attention and looking at the kinds of people who go to food banks, just don't talk to me. Yeah. It is fine for you not to be engage in what I'm doing. It's yes, fine for you absolutely. not to donate. I don't mind at all if you don't give a shit. That's fine. They're the same people that keep telling us that gender equality doesn't exist. Exactly. And if women worked harder, exactly. they would earn the same as men. So exactly. I think we can put them in a box and possibly throw them in the sea. I'm exactly. not saying we definitely should, but it's an option. And they, and they seem to me, those awful people, and obviously they're in a minority loads of brilliant people have got in touch with us and donated in their thousands and thousands they are in a minority but they are to me the sort of manifestation of what happens if you're consumed by anger and do nothing yes. about it yeah no and you've given people a very easy way to act uh, so if they want to get involved they want to get in touch and help in any way how can they get a hold of you right so um if you follow us on the underscore beauty underscore banks on Instagram there is a permanent link in our bio that gives you the address and so on but basically little things you can do every time you stay in a hotel every time you get a flight sweep all those toiletries because travel mm -hmm. sizes are as important to us as big sizes because yeah. homeless people tend to live a really transient life yes. they need to pack light so nothing is useless nothing uh, lipstick is fine as well as essential toiletries whatever makes someone's life slightly better yeah. send it to us gather it all together in a box send it to us at Beauty Bank 
Banks. Details on our Instagram, or you can shop our Amazon wish lists, which are also on our Instagram page. And you can just send toiletries direct. Perfect. And we will put all that information uh, in awesome. the show notes and on the website. So I know. But some if you've the... sent so far, can I just say thank you? Because we are absolutely bowled over. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I know that on our Facebook group, there was a chain of people um, passing the information around that they just had incredible, already. properly heartwarming. So exciting. And that's what I love about our group is it's such a supportive group of people. Yeah. They're amazing. And the I, beauty this is community is proof think, yeah, of what we can know. do when we put our heads together. Yeah, I think the beauty community is really kind, you know. Yeah. And, and really sort of positive. And I think people who are in the beauty community as well can really understand how important it is to have a hot shower, yeah. to be able to uh, shave your legs if you want to, to be able to use a tampon if you need it or whatever. I think people get it. So it's kind of half the battle won. Yeah. So you've already mentioned that you obviously uh, spent some time mm. being homeless mm. yourself and enduring that which is a challenge uh, so how did you start your journey from there to getting to where you are today in the beauty industry oh god it's quite a mad story and I definitely wouldn't recommend it as a career path so I don't <laughs> want to sound like I'm endorsing it um, so uh, I was absolutely obsessed with uh, fashion and beauty when I was young and obviously I still am and instead of posters of pop stars on the wall, I had, you know, fashion and beauty shoots pulled out of the face and L and yeah. ID and stuff. And I was a real nerd about those things. And so when I ran away from home when I was 15, uh, which it was just not very, I just wasn't very happy. And I just wanted to be in London and wanted to be an adult and wanted to work. I ran away to London. I was too young. I only ever wanted to be a journalist, but I was too young to get work experience on magazines because they couldn't insure me because I was 15. Yeah. I didn't have a national insurance number. So I couldn't make any money. And I was in a bar one night in Soho. Thus was my lifestyle at the time. <laughs> as was the style at the time. Yeah, as was the style <laughs> at the time. And I was introduced to um, a makeup artist called Lynn Easton, um, who was a really big makeup artist at the time. There weren't many makeup artists in those days. It was mm. quite a rarefied profession. And I was introduced to her and I knew all about her and we got talking and I was saying, oh, I love that shoot you did. I love that video you did. And we talked and talked and she said, oh, you seem to know a lot about makeup. And I said, yeah, I think so. And she said, do you want to be my assistant? Because I'm about to get rid of the one I have. <laughs> as of right now, <laughs> yeah. as of meeting you. <laughs> so, um, so I said, I'd love that. And then a few days later... She rang me, maybe two days later, she rang up and she said, do you want to do a lint chocolate commercial? <laughs> so I said, yes, okay. Hi, Sally, would you like all your dreams to come yeah. through at once? <laughs> so I said, okay. So I went along and there were 40 extras and we had to make all 40 extras. We had to dress them up as a different icon Hollywood icon of the past. Oh my God. So there was a James Dean, there was a Jane Mansfield, there was a Marilyn Monroe, a Liz Taylor, etc., etc. And we had to make them up like that. I mean, talk about baptism by fire. And I'd, <laughs> I'd managed to scrape together all the makeup I had and brushes I had. It was a bit of a crap ramshackle kit. But of course, Pearl, uh, so her name was Lynn Easton, but everyone called her Pearl. So Pearl's kit was obviously a proper kit. Mm -hmm. So we used that. And it was a two-day shoot, and I got paid uh, £75 a day, which was the most money yeah. I'd ever heard of Suddenly in my life. Rich. I, I just couldn't believe it. And I was able to do it because you just got paid. You wrote a little docket on the shoot and they gave you the cash out yeah. of a cash box. And then a few days after that, she said, do you want to do a Pet Shop Boys video? And, the, and the, so I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we did that and it, we just kind of went from there. But then as soon as I was old enough, um, 
I reverted back to my real dream of being yeah. a journalist. And as soon as I could get work experience, I did that. But it was tough, you know. I had absolutely no money. Um, I worked at The Gap in my spare time, worked at The Gap for a really long time, did lots of babysitting, stuff like that. I was really, really skint. Um, and then finally... After lots of work experience stints, I heard that there was um, a work experience gig going at Loaded in the fashion department. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd heard about this gig and I called up and said, can I come in? And they said, yes. So I went into Loaded for the interview and I got there at sort of 10 o'clock in the morning and there was no one there except the editor's PA. And she said, oh, they're not here. There was an award show last night and they all got really pissed. And I don't know what time they'll be here. Do you want to wait or do you want to go? And I, you know, I had my little jigsaw outfit that I borrowed <laughs> and I thought, no, no, I can't waste this face of makeup and this outfit. I'll wait. So I waited outside the fashion cover for them all to arrive. And then after about an hour and a half, I thought, well, what shall I do? And I just tried the handle on the fashion cupboard and it came open. It was unlocked and there was just a huge pile of clothes in there. And I thought... I'll just sort them out. Yeah. So I just sorted them all into different designers and started writing out the dockets, which I knew how to do because I'd done loads of work experience on Take a Break magazine. And I got it all together. And then when they finally came in several hours later, they opened the fashion cupboard and said, what happened? I said, oh, I just sorted it out. So they gave me the job. And then I started on the Monday. Then on the Wednesday, they gave me a permanent, or, you know, they gave me a yeah. job, job, yeah. a paid job. And then after that, I was kind of up and running. And then I think about a year into it, I won the Jasmine Award, which is like a, a beauty industry award for fragrance writing because I'd started a grooming section in the magazine. And at the Jasmine Awards, after I'd won the award, lots of other editors came up to me and said, yeah. will you write for us? And then, so then that just resulted in a stream of work and I never stopped. I've been really lucky. Yeah, I think a lot of people, there's just such a, now everyone's an overnight success. You know, and I think we live in a world now where Instagram and YouTube is everything. So you see a lot of people and you assume that they've just become successful overnight. Yeah. And it's not the case of so many people. No. I interviewed um, a surgeon in LA um, a couple of weeks ago and she's become very successful and popular because she Instagram stories all of her injectable procedures and stuff. Oh, wow. shows everything. And it's, I can't not watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she's doing their lips right now and I'm watching yeah. it. But it's like she said, it's taken her 20 years to become an overnight success. Totally. And same thing. I remember doing illegal cash back in Tesco's all through my 20s. Oh my God, being yeah. like, I know I don't have any money in my account, yeah. but if I buy this one pint of milk and then yeah. ask for 50 pounds cash back, no, totally. I'm going to get by this weekend. Oh my God, I had nothing. I had nothing. But yeah, and it's hard. I used to buy a bag of pasta and a block of cheese every week, a massive family bag of pasta, and I would just have pasta with cheese every single day. Yeah, I, that was my, I did a lot of pasta. I did a lot of, um, if you would go to Tesco on the way home from work, so I would always end up working late because I was an assistant, and you always end up working late yeah. when you're the assistant, I would go to what my brother affectionately refers to as Scrot's Corner, uh, which is just where everything's marked down. And yeah. there would always be like scones marked down, but they were the 26p already, and they'd be marked down to 10p. And you'd be like, well, there's, there's lunch and breakfast. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy when you think oh, about I it. I used to eat. Yeah, and or you'd get a bag of potatoes and have mash every yeah. single day. So just how many things can you do with a potato? Completely. I mean, <laughs> thankfully, a lot. There's nothing Turns I don't like, like a lot. with a potato. No, I know you never get bored of potatoes. But um, yeah, I had bugger yeah. all. I used to walk everywhere, couldn't afford travel cards. And exactly. Stuff like that. It was oh hardcore. my God, I did that in uni. I remember I didn't want to ask 
because I couldn't ask anyone for money, basically. It's like either ask my mom for money and be crucified uh, or walk in the snow two hours to my Saturday job yeah. on payday yeah. um, or, or don't go. And yeah. I walked in the snow two hours yeah, on payday. Yeah, the people, like, people who sort of have that kind of history, I sort of have a particular respect for. If you look at someone like, say, Sam and Nick, Pixie Boo, Sam and Nick, you know, they're shop girls, as we've yeah. all been. You yeah. know, they, yeah. they, they, they had a real talent and they developed it, but for a really long time they worked in a shop and there's honour in that. And, you know... Retail, man. Retail. <laughs> service industry. I do think most people should work in the service industry. It's because definitely it good you. for you. I think it's good for you. Yeah. But, yeah, people who, you know... Behind most successful people, there is a bit of a grafting story. And yeah. if there isn't, I'm not that interested. Yeah, same, same. And also, I do feel like even with a beauty look at that coming full circle, that also really helped me be way more creative when yeah. I was younger because I didn't have the money yeah. to buy anything. Yeah, so and I it also find affects a way. how you write about beauty. So I really, really think carefully before I recommend something yeah. expensive, for example. Because yeah. I think, well, you know, a Chanel lipstick is at least a babysitter for a night so you can go out with your husband. That's a lot of money. Yeah. You know. No, the same. And I think it also... On one way, on one hand, it makes me a lot more conscious of what I'm spending. Um, so I'm very aware of price differences. Love's a bargain. Yeah. Guess who was down Aldi yesterday? Oh, were you? <laughs> it's Aldi in Sheffield. They've got everything. All the stuff I'd heard about that oh. everyone was said was sold out. I bought the whole job lot. See, I'm not very frugal. I have to say, I'm not very frugal. Well, I'm not, but I, I buy I everything across the spectrum is my nightmarish problem. Exactly. Because I covet it so much. Because when I couldn't have it, and I grew up, same as you, grew up loving beauty. I grew up with an aunt in the 80s who would, I would sit and watch her paint her face and it would be all the colors of the rainbow and then she would paint her nails and I would just sit transfixed and oh, watch totally. the whole yeah. thing all the way through. And usually it was because she was going to aerobics because I mean, she would lead the class. That so was, she, did, that's she had no intentions. Yeah, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. No intention of sweating. <laughs> it's like, this is for aerobics. Yeah. Come back when I'm going out later. See, I love And then that. Elle net the face before she went out. Love that. I was obsessed with it. And I just coveted the products so much. And even now, to an extent, I feel like I'm as much of a collector as I am oh, totally. a user. Like, totally. I just want to own this precious, yeah, precious completely. thing. See, I'm, I'm extravagant. I'm not very frugal. I'm extravagant, but I'm never wasteful and I'm not a snob. And so... I'll never be snobby about something that's cheap. I'm as excited yeah. about something coming in from Sleek as I am from Chanel or whatever. Yeah, like, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, is that excitement still there for you? 100%. And I do think, 
I mean, I can't speak for other beauty journalists. I, I don't know many, but um, I always find it a bit weird when I go to beauty events and nobody's wearing any makeup. Yeah. I'm just like, Jesus, like, how can you write about it if you don't love it? Mm. Same. The big thing in LA is everyone goes to the event and then no one looks at the product. They're all just taking selfies with each other and Instagramming each other oh, and talking see. to each other and having a lovely day. Things. But they don't, no one's talking to the brand representatives and no one's playing with the product and I find that's that very dead odd. weird because that's why I'm there. I think if it you know if the day a jiffy bag comes in full of Chanel or full of the new Kate Moss lipsticks from Rimmel or whatever if that jiffy bag comes in and you don't go <gasps> yeah. when you open it then you shouldn't be doing the job in my opinion because loads of people would do that yeah. and I think if you're jaded you shouldn't do it because how can you convey that enthusiasm and how can you encourage people to buy things if you wouldn't buy it yourself yeah completely 100% concur so getting down to it what are you using and loving right now um do you know I'm going through you go you go you ebb and flow with beauty there are extended periods where I'm just like ugh, where I'm really bored of it yeah and it's because there's been no innovation for a while or I get launch fatigue yeah I'm still excited about the products that excite me I get launch fatigue. The alphabet creams were a dark period for me. In <laughs> Are you not ready for the FF? Oh, B, B, C, C, D, I mean, Jesus, that whole period was so dull for me. Yeah. I just found it incredibly boring. <laughs> but so I ebb and flow, but I'm, in, I'm having a real purple patch at the moment. Ooh. I'm really enjoying it. There's some yeah. really good stuff. So what am I obsessed with? I love the new Charlotte Tilbury Hollywood Flawless Filter. Oh, I haven't got my mitts on it yet, but it's top of my list. I felt like Charlotte was really due a great product. Yes. I felt like there'd been a bit of a lull, personally. Seconded. Um, I liked the beauty wand, but I didn't obsessively love the beauty I really, wand. I really like the highlighter. I think that's mm. fab, but I, I was just in a bit of a lull yeah. with it. And Hollywood Flawless Filter is amazing i absolutely love it i've worn it pretty much every day since is that I what you're it. wearing now yes. it does look very lovely i've worn it pretty much every day since i got it so what i love about it is it's a four-in-one product so you can either um wear it as a primer under foundation you can mix your foundation with it and just give your foundation more glow mm-hmm. you can use it as a spot highlighter on cheekbones etc etc but what i like it for is just all over in place of like a tinted moisturizer so yeah. it's like a nice weekend glowy tint. Oh, I want it. I absolutely love it. So there's that. Um, I am obsessed with the new Laura Mercier Velour Extreme lipsticks. They are my favorite lipstick launch probably since Nars Audacious a few oh, years ago. Oh, my. Um, as a range, yeah. they're the best launch, I think, since Nars Audacious and um, Pure Colour Envy by Estee Lauder was my oh, other wow. favourite yes, in like recent years. Clicky, magnets. Exactly. But I don't it's ask been for the a lot, first but amazing one in a while. And they are matte, velvety matte, but they are really comfy. They don't, you know how some matte lipsticks are like kind of going down a wet slide in wellies? <laughs> yes. It's like chug, chug, yeah. chug along That's your lip. That's me and every matte. These glide on. They are okay. so comfy. They're so silky, but they stay on really well. And there's a red, which I'm wearing right now, called Fire, that I'm just obsessed with. It's like almost a neon orange red. Yeah. But it doesn't look... See, this is the thing, and that's how it always felt with red. I feel like when I put it on, the red was wearing me. And you, that's not wearing you at all. It looks absolutely as though you were born with that lipstick. It's a state of lipstick. mind red. I Do know. You know, it's, it's I'm better now, but I have to see, have thought about it. I red. I'd like to see that. I don't hate it. And I, I will. I brought like three with me because I had every intention. But also whenever my skin is playing up, 
I just feel like all of my factors have to be right for the red, and I know that's wrong. Um, but the way I've... I was talking to someone about this recently, and the way I try and get myself around it is to just whack it on when I'm going to the supermarket or doing daily chores. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. And then once it's out of your head, it's just on. You're not thinking about it. Exactly. You go through... If you're not used to red, you go through maybe one to three evenings of slight discomfort because yep. you think everyone's looking at you. And they're not because they've got better things to do. They're not. And... If they are, that's kind of the joy of it. I like, <laughs> I, I, I love red. I, I love red lipstick for so many reasons. But one of them is there's no pretense. It's yeah. not pretending that that's what colour your lips are. It's yeah. just saying, I am wearing makeup. Yeah. My lips are a ludicrous colour yes. that don't exist in nature. Yeah. And I think that's kind of amazing. It is. I've enjoyed that about the whole unconventional, non-conventional colour story that's been coming through le- recently. Because to me, it feels like taking ownership of it. Totally. And Harry and I have had this conversation on the podcast a thousand times. And I... I feel like it's something you and I should do another time because it's a whole podcast in itself, but the whole feminism versus makeup, and that's not correct because feminism is inclusive of makeup, but the people who say, and it's women that usually say it to me, yeah. like, oh, how can you care about makeup so much? I thought I mean, you in were, a way, I I'm glad they do because I've literally made a career out of yeah. this argument. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, because that blows my mind and I really it's do ludicrous. just want to slap them in the face with a powder brush. It's ludicrous. End and uh, walk away. It's a bit of a class thing, I think. Yeah. Because from where I, where I come from, this would never be said no. to a woman. Well, yeah, because come, growing up in Donny, it was your, like the finest thing you could do as a human was get ready to go out. No, it, yeah, and like my grandmother always put a lipstick on before always, getting always. the bus to anywhere. Oh, the smell of Elnet. It's the um, smell of good the times. Max Factor Cream Puff. That's my nana oh. doing anything. Yeah. If she's going down the shops. Yeah. If she's going, any, I mean, yeah. if she's going to the airport or the doctors, full dress, full yeah. dress up. Uh, but yeah, to me, I don't. Yeah, it was it's never like, not it's a part slightly, of my life. Um, middle class liberal sort of vibe, I think. Where I come from, which is the South Wales Valley's completely working class mining community, um, no woman would ever be judged for wearing no. lipstick. It drives me crazy, it's and I've odd. really, really enjoyed this sort of bursting forth of green blue black purple lipsticks yeah like, yeah we're not pretending anything no but hey, that's the joy what's isn't up? it we're here we're yeah. doing this did you have something to say excellent yeah good for you and moving on yeah and Bring i really enjoyed that yeah so lipsticks base what else are you on um so i have um i love drunk elephant uh sea firma serum i use that a lot i use it pretty much every day to be mm, honest interesting um I really like that. It really agrees with my skin. I'm super dry, so I like its slightly oily texture. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the packaging, and I don't mean from a visual aesthetic point of view. <laughs> I mean, um, it's it's a good way to store vitamin C. Yes. I'm so pissed off with receiving vitamin C serums in apothecary dropper bottles. Yep. Like, don't I'm over be stupid. It. I'm over don't it in every way. Yeah. Like, it stopped working mm-hmm. like within days of me opening it. So that gets on my nerves. I mean, I could do a whole podcast on my anger with packaging, to be honest. But anyway, <laughs> um, I love, so I love that Drunk Elephant Serum. I love uh, the Drunk Elephant Moisturizer, the La La um, Moisturizer. I'm not saying it's worth the money because it's just a basic moisturizer, but it really, really agrees with my skin. It's yeah. a perfect base for makeup. My I love take that. on moisturizer is always that that's your budgetary requirement because you can find great moisturizer at any end of the scale. I think moisturizers like jeans. It's yeah. like the thing about jeans is 
you just get the ones that make your ass look good yeah. and they may be from Asda or they may be from Paige and yeah. it's just your bad luck if they're 200 quid jeans rather than 20 quid jeans <laughs> but there doesn't seem to be rhyme or reason to it yeah. like sometimes your perfect jeans are from The Gap and sometimes mm-hmm. they're from you know Armani or whatever and you just have to go with it yeah. and I feel the same way about moisturizer same I get on really really well my skin strangely enough because it's difficult loves the uh skin is it kate somerville the the silver one the dead fancy silver one that's an obscene amount of money yeah but then it also loves the marks and spencer uh night cream oh i love that i love that that product numbs it up it will literally just suck it up because i do and i think this is a quote from yourself but i do like my face of an evening when i go to bed to feel like i've just wiped a pack of lower pack on it so do i otherwise it feels like it's why are you bothering no totally and you don't know when your skin has drunk it all up that's the thing if you wake up in the morning you can't feel anything at all at what point did that happen well in la is so dry and my skin has become so dehydrated since i moved out there that i have to just layer and layer and layer and layer until because my will be dry before I turn the light out yeah because it's just gone yeah everything's sucked up yeah now I love that M&S uh, product um I uh, I mean I still love my Dr. Dennis Gross peel pads I just oh love them God, yes. I love them I use them all Do the you time use the white ones or the brown ones I use extra strength excellent white excellent. ones I've been on the go brown hard ones or go lately. home I've been on the frulic mm-hmm. acid retinol ones um, but they're so they are pricey. They're like eighty five dollars, I think. I like pack. the um, I like the uh, Dr. Dennis Gross uh, Retinol Serum. I use that quite a yes, lot in the, the evening. Yes, the vitamin C Retinol, or is it regular Retinol? Uh, no, it's just the, it's the okay. brown one, the ferulic acid. Yes, and, yes, yes, yes. Um, so what I tend to do, I will I will generally do a vitamin C serum in the day and a retinol at night. Me too. Same. Uh, that's normally what yeah, I do. Yeah, because I do this with prescriptive retinol because I've had uh, adult acne the last couple of years and I live in the States, so they dole it out like yeah. sweeties. Yeah. Uh, so I've got prescriptive uh, retinol, but I use the Dennis Gross Vitamin C. I love, I, love I really that. like the Dennis Gross Vitamin C. If I'm not using the Drunk Elephant, I'll use that. But the, um, the peel pads I use pretty religiously. What else do I like at the moment? I still, it's such a boring one. Um, but I really, really love Clinique Flutter to Full Lash Mascara. Mm-hmm. I think Clinique make the best mascaras if you are a smudger, which I yes. am. Yes, well, we have Harry, we don't have Difficult Eyes with us, but that is Harry's full and proper name, is Harriet Difficult Eyes Hadfield. Oh, really? Because we're just constantly on the search for Harry's Holy Grail Mascara. That's the best one, okay. I think, the twisty one. Yes. Um, I use that pretty religiously. And if you like a more dramatic look than a tubing mascara will allow... What I do is use a classic mascara like a Charlotte Tilbury or a YSL or a Maybelline mm-hmm. or whatever. A couple of quotes, uh, coats of that and then put on your clinic. The tubing over your the tubing. Top. Yeah. And then that locks it down and you won't smudge. I love Lash Paradise. I absolutely love yeah. Lash Paradise. It dries out so quickly. Yeah, it's fab. But it's so bloody good. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I mean, I'm, I did turn into a product snob for a while because you do at some point when, you're, when you have access to it. But I just never found an expensive mascara that beat a cheap mascara. Yeah, I don't think there's much in mascara. For me, it's all about, is it tubing or is it classic? And yeah. I have to, my last coat at the very least needs to be tubing and the yeah. Clinique one's my favourite. Well, there you go. Um, God, what else do I like? Do you know who is on fire at the moment? And I've been quacking on about this for a year and I've <laughs> finally people are agreeing with me. Who's on fire, Sally? Superdrug. Oh my God. Superdrug I... own brand skincare yeah. is 
absolutely whooping the ass yeah. of everything else in its price range. So um, a lady called Jenny on our Facebook group posted a picture yesterday or Sunday. Today's Monday. Yesterday. Uh, and it was herself, th- I think, 16 years ago and herself today. And she's 54, I think she said. And looking looking stunning, regardless of whether or not she looks good for her age. She just looks great. Yeah. And she had said, you know, I she used to be uh, not in a position where she couldn't she could spend a lot of money yeah. on product. And now she is. But this was, you know, what she'd done. She'd followed skincare advice that she'd read and, and researched. And she was like, you know, this is drugstore and it doesn't look bad. I'd love to know what everyone else's drugstore recommendations mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. She looked amazing. And she had said most of her skincare is, is Superdrug. And the entire group went bonkers for Superdrug. Superdrug is brilliant. At the moment, so the Optimum, I think it's called, yes. range is really, really good. Um, there's... Um, a couple of moisturizers in that range that are fantastic that I discovered by accident when I had to stay at my friend Jimmy's house because I'd missed the train home. This was about maybe a year and a half ago. Mm. Got really, really into that. The um, the AHA range is really good. The Radiance okay. range. The Vitamin E range. It is so good. Like they ke- And the Hydration range, which we've already yeah. talked about, is great. They keep on delivering and the price point is so compelling. And I've, I very often slot a bit of super drug into an expensive yeah. regime without a care in the world. I think they're yeah. on fire. It's one of my moment. most uh, beloved memories of university, which is all of them because I had a great time. Um, but I remember reading, obsessively reading every magazine available to me from the age of 11 and onwards. Uh, and I remember reading that the super drug naturally radiant radiance balm yeah was a dupe for beauty flash balm yeah and at the age of 19 couldn't possibly have dreamed of affording uh-huh. beauty flash balm and going out and buying it and i've been using it ever i've been oh, using good. it for 20 years and see, it's I can't never not brilliant flash balm it just peels off in big lumps see, i on like me. it but i use it i went to a clarence event once years and years and years ago and they showed us how to use you know the little i think it's a super intensive rescue serum or something yeah. it's a little cream tiny jar yeah a, a the sos pump. Maybe, yes, I think that is. I, they call it things and I forget. But yes, it's like beige with a peachy top. Yes, um, it's an intense serum. And I love that. So they showed us how to use that. And you just press that into the skin and then put a layer of beauty flash balm mm-hmm. on top and use it as a mask mm-hmm. and then wipe it off. Mm-hmm. And it's magical. It's transformative. And Ooh. it's not a cheap option because obviously you're using two products. Yeah. And the SOS serum isn't cheap. Yeah. But it is transformative. And I don't travel without that, the Ooh. SOS. Um, but yeah, beauty flash balm on its own. It will pill um, yeah, on me. Yeah, I can't be doing that. But with it. the Superdrug one, because it's so much cheaper, I use it as a mask. And I love it. The smell of it reminds me so much of those happy days at uni when I was hungover Superdrug's and go, rolling into lectures. But There's makes me nothing so happy. more satisfying than um, discovering a really great bargain. It's, Truth. The, there's <laughs> so nothing true. greater than that. It's such a joy when you find something you really love and then uh, you love more than expensive things. And yeah. it's a couple of quid. So I'm really, really in love with Superdrug at the moment. Um, I like Lixa. I've I really liked That's their stuff. That's top so of my far. list to try while I'm here because I don't believe we can get it in the States. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I really like Lixa. I think. Do you know, I'm really, really into these days, I'm really into brands that do a very small number of things. Yes, we've said much the same recently. I want my range, unless it's an established heritage range, I want it curated, edited. And I don't want not to name names because that's what we're here for. But the, the companies that are now bringing out all these single purpose products... Mm why are there five vitamin C's? You know, I was like, yeah. can you do one and do it really well? Yeah. I don't want to be a dick about it, yeah. but you're making life very hard for people. You're putting a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. 
we're at anxious times. I don't want to feel anxious about whether or not I need the niacinamide, yeah. the vitamin C, this strength, this vitamin C, that strength, vitamin C. Yeah, I think this has been the sort of flaw with the ordinary. And can I just say, first of all, I think the ordinary is incredible. Like, I think I'm really, uh, and I love beauty pie. Beauty pie skincare, that's I, the other yes, thing I love at the I moment. I bloody love beauty pie. Beauty pie skincare is great. I really, I really, really like their skincare. They've just brought out a new Japanese range that's really, really good. Um, love that loved the Korean range that came before it great the problem with the ordinary I, I think it's a brilliant idea I think it's so clever and I love the disruptive influence they've had on the industry I think they are a force for good he, I mean he's having a moment which is not very nice it's not very comfortable to watch but no. nonetheless I think they're great the problem with the ordinary is it's so confusing to people yep. like people have no idea where to put things the yep. textures they don't know how to mix the textures. They don't know which ingredients go with one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really hard. I think people want it to be simple. They've got yeah. lots of other stuff. No, it's the most it. frequently posted uh, question on the Facebook group is, hey, I want to use retinol vitamin C. Yeah. Which do I, what way yeah. do I do it? And it's like, I'm going to go to the ordinary. X, Y, which ones do I need? Because I think this and, and the I think that. And different strengths yeah, and the different and textures. You're asking people to become chemists to a certain totally. point. And I, I do think... The products are there and the products that I like out of that range, I really, really like. But I do think the information is not readily available enough on the product itself. It's really hard to navigate. The other problem I have with Dessian brands generally is I just find them too silicone-y. I I find everything is too reliant on silicon for slip and it peels off on me it no, doesn't on lots too. of people the vitamin it's just c not a good um, the very me. high uh, concentration of vitamin c which my skin just loved because the lower concentration didn't do anything and the higher concentration i love but it's so silicony yeah that i can't put anything else and on top of it and that's true of all their brands yeah. across the board i just always find them too like that photo filter that everyone went bananas over i just didn't understand because it just came off in sheets as yeah I was it didn't work on my on. skin either but yeah, I agree. They have some fantastic products. It's just the delivery of the message, I think, can be confusing. Yeah. And I mean, that's true. Lots of brands are, yes. are guilty of that. Uh, Skinceuticals is guilty of that brilliant mm-hmm. brand that yeah. communicates it in a really complex way that people yeah. can't get their heads around. <laughs> it is an issue. And that's why I like these brands with not very much. Yeah. Lixer, yeah. it's a message I completely get. Yeah. So to explain to me a little bit more about Lixer without going too far into it, because so I'm they have about a very, to go and buy all of it. So they have a very small number of SKUs. They have um, a cleanser, which is, um, it's it, it's a gel balm. So it emulsifies with water, but it goes okay. on like a balm. There's just one cleanser. There is a vitamin C paste that's like a booster mask. So I don't like masks that pretend to do things long term because I don't believe in them. But I do like an instant boost mask. And it works very well on that basis. And then it has a moisturizer called Universal Emulsion, which is just a moisturizer that suits everyone that makeup goes on really well over the top. God, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you even imagine? And then they've got two serums, um, uh, retinol and vitamin C, I think. Oh, perfect. Um, but it's tiny. It's yeah. super, super tiny. And it's really beautiful uh, packaging. It's got that kind of millennial pink, black. Yeah. A bit glossier, but yeah. maybe a bit more expensive. I was looking. in the glossier showroom in New York um, at the weekend, last weekend. <laughs> it's legitimately terrifying. Have you ever walked into a room and been like, this is not for me? No, because I'm literally like three times older than people who use gloss. It was legit. And I had my pink coat on. I had my pink hair. I'm so on brand. Yeah. Let me at it. Firstly, when you go to the showroom in New York, you have to work out how to get in. Because you have to go through a door. You have to be inherently cool enough Mm. to know how to get in without asking. And I was like, 
looking for the Glossier showroom being very English and he was like yes guides me to the lift so I press the button and nothing's happening he's oh like oh God. it will take a minute I'm like oh, okay and then there is a button inside that says like you know Glossier showroom penthouse so you end up going up and it's in Chinatown sort of ish so you're slightly terrified already uh, and then you get up there and it's beautiful it's Instagram everything Instagram yeah and there's all these girls in millennial pink boiler suits of course um and everything's there to try wasn't immediately apparent as to how you buy anything no because there's nothing you can buy i think you have to then go to the counter and tell them what you want or and maybe like put it on like, an ipad uh, or Wagamama and you take a bit you take a box I see. you know i was like oh this is really really odd um but oh, it was God, I crammed it was so loud it was crammed full of people um and i i left I, I took a photo and left it's very clever isn't it glossier and i you know boy brow is a brilliant product i mm-hmm. love boy brow i like haloscope i like uh cloud paint although too much comes out of the tube there's too yes. much waste I lo- i've lost the lid to one of mine and did a small cry there's a flaw with the packaging there i don't like the skincare i don't think it's serious credible skincare personally um but i i, I think I think some of the makeup's really good. What I do find really, really exciting in that kind of millennial zone is I love milk. Yes. I think milk is fun. When are we getting it in England? We are definitely getting it. Oh, thank God. Um, We are definitely getting it, but I don't have a date for you. I really wanted to be able to give a date when I did the Zana Roberts. um, Oh, the Facebook group went bonkers when your video went up. They're like, she's British, she's British. Why haven't we got it? Yeah, (laughs) it is coming. I'll bring it over. It is coming, defo. Yeah, I love milk. I love their sticks. They're working it. I love their sticks. Do you know what I like about milk? I like that it's fun because I think sometimes beauty can be so up its own arse about yep. things and take things so seriously and be so self-reverential. And milk reminds me of why I fell in love with yeah. beauty in the first place. It's fun and all the shoots like freaks and geeks and mm-hmm. weirdos yeah. and just people who love makeup. I like the attitude and I like the innovation of it. I like the yeah. packaging innovation. It's so rare you see something that is truly, truly new. Yeah. Which yeah. I always thought, it, the, thing, what, the one brand that always surprised me, and I, it's, it's grown and it's developed and I am a big fan of it now, but was when Marc Jacobs came out with yeah. his line. Yeah. It was like, this is label slapping. Yeah. This is label slapping. The very yeah. first line, the very first launch, there was nothing in there that made me think no. this is exciting. No. And I think now I love the eyeshadow palettes. Um, they've, they've pulled their socks up, yeah, haven't they? I really like the, the highlighter stick. But, and I actually love the Velvet Noir nas- mascara. But so much of that when it first came out, I was like, why are you taking my money why are you asking for my money and I couldn't fathom it it's annoying isn't it when when you think people just haven't tried hard enough you know when uh, Victoria Beckham did her first collection first day Lauder I was really impressed because she did some quite odd things like she did some quite new things Mm And I like that. I just think if you're launching a new brand now, what are you bringing to the party that isn't yep. just hanging yeah, on the exactly. coattails of Why what's would you big bother? on Instagram or whatever? What yeah. are you doing that's new? I interviewed um, Charlotte Knight from Ciate and some of their products I get along with really, really well. Some of their products I don't get along with so well. But she was so genuine and she that that was her mission. She's like, if it's, they if it's already been done why would I do it? Yeah. And I really, really respected it because it was true. Yeah. And I looked at the line. I was like, yeah, she's not doing anything. I think Hourglass has been really good like that as well. Some brands just seem to be really focused on innovation. I think Hourglass is one. Milk is another. I'm really into that. It's like, what what are you bringing to the party that we haven't already seen? And and when I see true innovation, I get quite excited yeah. by that. I'm potentially just going to be sat on Carissa's doorstep in LA until she brings out blush sticks. 
Because yeah. I like the foundation stick and I like your highlighter stick. Those like highlighter sticks now. are I'm bloody it now brilliant. Because I can't, I, I, I got all of them because I'm a monster. How good, I like the gold so flash good. one. I'm rose gold today. Okay. Uh, rose gold, because I thought I'd be champagne, but it's so warm. Yeah, I um, like the gold one. Gold is beautiful. Pink I love for a very icy, nighttime-y, more dramatic. Rose gold I love for daytime. Um, the champagne I actually like for collarbones. Yeah. And I know it's an obscene amount of money to be like, oh, for collarbones. But I am who I am. They are I've fantastic. The texture's great well, on them. Yeah, so and silky. Even the darker brown, which obviously will look amazing on darker skin tones, I use it on my eyes and it's gorgeous. Yeah. just And that's the whole Fenty thing. It was like, yeah. stick it, get it on your eyes. Wherever it works for you, it works yeah. for you. They're brilliant, those products. And I, I do think that Hourglass have had a few moments where they've kind of changed the game. Yeah ambient strobing all those lines i don't really travel good. without the ambient blush the ambient powder and i use I, I mean i love the strobing powder too but this time i bought the sticks do you know the ambient blushes i think they're such a brilliant product but i can't find my color oh my god it's my dream i hit pan i hit pan do sally you? it might have been the first time in about 15 years i can't find I that color find i like one. i find them all, like yeah. I, I don't like that purpley i don't like cold mine's pinks. ethereal i think but it's very blue pink it's a very very yeah. blue pink because i'm i mean we're both fair yeah but i'm very very white fair yeah no so my, my blusher of choice is generally first love by charlotte tilbury it's just like a really good yeah but yeah i want to use the ambient blushes but i just can't find my color but i love the powders and i love the strobing powder i think she what she's doing is really really interesting and they do it beautifully and they're about to be fully vegan which is oh wow really i think by the end of this year they'll be 100 percent vegan the store in um, la for anyone who manages to get out to the store in venice it's absolutely beautiful oh it's just such an experience it's the brand distilled in a room it's just absolutely gorgeous. I had um, I had dinner with her recently, mm. and um, I'd never met her before. She's properly nice, and I really liked her team. She had a few members of her team there. They were all really cool. They were all quite sweary. They are all really funny. <laughs> and they all drank, which is really rare. Like, normally, when you meet an American mm. brand, they're so corporate. Like, yeah. they won't order oh God, wine yeah. at dinner, whatever. But the hourglass girls were like us they were mm. totally like girls oh, you'd be mates I've with. got friends who because obviously I'm from here then moved to New York then moved to LA for the people who don't know and I've got friends that I knew in, New, in PR in New York who were my on the lash mates yeah and then they moved to LA and they don't drink anymore oh really oh no it's quite yeah. corporate in New York as well I find it compared is compared to here you could get them out of the office and then it would be like let's get a bottle yeah but in LA even out of the office it's two drink maximum. If you have more than two drinks, oh everyone thinks you're a raging alcoholic. I do find America a bit like that, though, that, mm. that I feel like a total lush I'll whenever I'm out. Be, I, that's why my boyfriend, I met someone that brews his own beer. Yeah, because just like this there isn't going to be a problem here. But I'll the, take you. the hourglass women were not like that. They were like I'm they were really, really house. good fun. You should totally hook up with them. I really like yeah. them. You make it my business. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for part one. Thank you so much to Sally. Please go check out Beauty Banks right now on Instagram. It's the underscore Beauty underscore Banks. It's such an amazing organization. It's such an amazing initiative from the industry and everyone can be involved. That's what's so amazing about it. So please do go check it out and help if you can. Sally will be back in a couple of weeks for part two of our interview. And I'm going to ask her, um, I asked her what she would create. If she could create her own beauty line, I asked what her favorite high-end products were. And yeah, we basically just got chatting again about all the products in the world because apparently that's what we do. It's time for the song. Are you ready? I'm ready. I should point out we're laid in bed.
Yeah, not <laughs> in the bed. On the bed. On the bed. <laughs> on the bed. I'm in. Well, I'm half pajamas. I know. I'm just jealous. We've I don't just have pajamas. Just listen to Sally's amazing interview, and uh, we've just finished the meetup, and now we've like <laughs> massively collapsed. Jet lag is getting the better of me. Jet I have to say, Harriet, difficult eyes had field, and I'm just knackered because yeah. I'm just rubbish. <laughs> But we're not going to be that rubbish. We're going to give we're you still our, greatest do the song. Gift, our greatest gift. Oh, you're going to say greatest hits. The greatest hit, the hits. It's like the full coverage um, highlight oh. of the week, greatest hits. Oh, I would totally listen to that. We should definitely make I'm like sure an extended that will be, remix. That will be an episode at some point. I think the greatest so. hits. Let's do it. All right. Highlight of the week. This might be the most exciting thing that's ever happened to us. Perhaps the most exciting thing ever. Ever. So we are recording live in the Bobby Brown studio in London. Soho. And who are we with? Difficult Eyes. We're with the Facebook group. <laughs> this is so mad. So firstly, thank you, Bobby Brown, for hosting us. Yeah, this thank is amazing. you, Bobby. Secondly, thank you, Bobby Brown, for the cake. <laughs> we got full coverage cake. The actual full coverage cake. And thank you to everybody that's here. This has been so much fun. So yeah, first ever full coverage meetup with a joint highlight of the week with all you guys. Yeah, so very what exciting. we're going to do, first time ever, we're handing over the highlight of the week to you guys. To you guys. We're going to go around the room. We're going to say our names. If we, if we want to, make one up. <laughs> it's fine. No, no one knows. It's a podcast. You could be a non. Yeah, make your name up. Give us your real name and just tell us what your highlight of the week is. If you want to say why it's your highlight, feel free if not just be like it just because it is Lindsay. shut up so where are we starting <laughs> hi i'm ali i'm from london and my highlight of the week is the tartlet toasted palette 12 beautiful shades reds golds i'm wearing on my eyes right now and i love it <laughs> the way you pretended you were like oh i don't want it to be me and then you're like, it's like, <laughs> i'm just gonna be Hi, I'm Mariama and I'm also from London and I'm not going to sell mine like Ali just sold hers <laughs> because I just don't do selling. But mine is um, a Pot Rouge by Bobby Brown. Ooh, lovely. Obviously we're in the pro oh, studio. Very, very good. Not sponsored. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> and it's in the shade Desert Rose. Hi, I'm Cam. Um, I'm from Bristol, but I'm living in London at the moment. My highlight of the week is the film star Bronze and Glow, Suntan and Sunlight by Charlotte Tilbury. Um, it's lush product, but also the packaging's beautiful. So nice. Love it. I'm funny. I'm from Hungary, but I'm living in London. Uh, my highlight of the week is the Miracle Cream from Lacura, which is the Aldi brand in the UK. Uh, and it's about fifth the price of the Elizabeth Arden uh, Etau cream. Uh, and I've, you, might, you might hear it that I've had a horrible cold all week and I tested it on my chap nose uh, and it worked miracles. So give it a go if you're in the UK. It's $5.99, I think. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm from Scotland, but living in London now. And my highlight of the week, or, or pretty much my life, I've got to say, is this, it's the Very Victoria lipstick from Charlotte Tilbury. I love it, I've got thin lips. You can totally plump them up with this, uh, love it. Uh, my name's Victoria, I'm from Scotland, living in London, and my hero product is the Drunk Elephant Hydro Gel Moisturizer thing. It's fantastic, I spend a lot of time on planes, and slap that on before the flight, and it's just skins like it's never been in the air when you come off, it's fantastic. Hi, I'm Lavanya. I'm from Yorkshire. Um, my highlight of the week is the Hourglass Ambient 3 edit. It is just the most stunning packaging, but just not the packaging because it's beautiful. It has all the powders I like, 
for a dry skin girl, they just set so beautifully. And they have a blush. Uh, they have two blushes and a bronzer. And an, a highlight as well. And they're so beautiful. So gorgeous. So good. I love that one. Love. I'm Leanne. I'm from Hackney. And my highlight of the week is Laura Mercier. Velour Extreme Power. Oh, Just nice. to add to my collection of about 50 million reds. It's pinky, but I wear it as a red. And it's incredible. It's kind of matte, but also really it moves. It's comfortable. It's gorgeous. I need to check that shade from you afterwards because uh, I, I was honestly, no, because I met with Sally Hughes the other day, which we, actually, if you're listening to this, you know that because you just listened to the, the interview. But she is a massive, massive fan and she loves the, the neon orangey red on fire. Yeah, and it's sold out everywhere because she's... She's a cow. She sells things out. Uh, but yeah, I was looking at power and I was like, ooh, that's the blue red. I think that's more of a me color. So we're going to have a chat about that. <laughs> Hello, I'm Heather. I'm from London. And my highlight of the week is the Beauty Pie Moonlighting Balm in Soft Soul. So this is a very strange product. Took me a while to figure out what it was. It is a finishing powder. And if you are a slightly decrepit or decrepitizing <laughs> crone, then uh, you, you'll really enjoy what it does, which is to slightly blur you while making you a bit more radiant and mattifying all at once. And if you are a, you know, pale to slightly less pale person, <laughs> uh, you, you may find the color soft soul gives you just enough sort of uh, color and lift without looking makeup-y. So highly recommend that. Gorgeous. I think everyone's on their phones right now. They're like, well, that's the one. There we go. I'm Shaz. I'm from London as well. Um, my highlight of the week is the EX1 foundation. It's a Yay. really great foundation if you've got yellow undertones and Asian skin. But also, it's got this really satisfying packaging where it pumps the foundation from the bottom up. So you get nice. every single drop out. Oh. Nice. Hi, I'm Gudrun. I flew in from Vienna today Yay. just to be Woo. here. <laughs> Round of applause. Round of applause for dedication. Um, my highlight is... Surprise, a highlighter. Yay. It's the, the Hyper Real, the Hyper Real Glow <laughs> Palette by MAC because oh, it gives me sexy robot vibes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Hi, I'm Nicola from Surrey. Um, my highlight of the week is the Guerlain um, Liquid Eyeliner in Noir Bean. It's an oldie, but a goodie. I used it for the first time in ages today, and it's really good. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, my God, that's everyone. That's everyone. Sorry, that sorry, was... Have you got one to share difficult eyes? Oh, I feel just... like I'm doing that thing where I can't pick one. Yeah, and I did tell her she didn't have to, and now I'm like, what is it, though? What is it, though? But also, I'm doing that thing where I'm like, have I already said the one that I was going to say? Well, if you tell me what I was going to say, I'll the make you. custom effects. Yeah, Finish. You have, yeah. I have said that, haven't I? <laughs> Damn it. I'm still, well, I'll say it again. I'm still loving it. I feel like if there was a highlight, that's the thing. I'm still using loads. Um, I'm going to be really tragic and say my highlight of the week is everyone <laughs> in London that's in beauty because it's been amazing. <laughs> so like everybody in this room, everybody in the industry that I've seen this week, Yay. it's been the most fun. I'm going to name drop guns. Emma Guns, check her out if you haven't listened to her podcast because she's been my BFF Lots this week. She's been my stand-in mm -hmm. difficult eyes, which has been amazing. Hyrons, we've spent some time with the Hyrons. <laughs> Nadine Baggett, who I met for the first time this week and now we're sharing pictures of cats on WhatsApp and I think my life is complete. <laughs> uh, Sally Hughes, um, who, thank you for doing the podcast, for the, doing the interview and obviously Joe Jones, uh, the two of them are doing amazing work with Beauty Banks and I go on all day but I'm going to stop because there's cake and there's Prosecco and there's only so many hours in a day. <laughs> and so, Percy Pigs. And there's Percy Pigs. We've not even had a Percy Pig yet, people. We'll, we'll give you them all to take home. <laughs> it's going to be like an 80s swimming party birthday party. <laughs> we right? should have brought goodie bags. Take a little bag. Take a little bag. 
But yeah, um, and again, thanks to Bobby for hosting yeah, us. Yeah, a huge thank you to Bobby Brown for hosting us and I'm letting us crash, really. Yeah, we did just crash the studio. Even though we're actually going to record the intro to this episode uh, in about an hour, yeah. we're now going to wrap it up and say thank you so much for listening. We'll yeah, see you thank soon. you very much, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.